Welcome to Pleb Chain Radio, a live show brought to you by Plebs for Plebs, which focuses on the intersection of Nostra and Bitcoin protocols. Join QW and Avi as they run down the weekly news and developments, breaking down the current thing and the future frontier with the foundation of decentralization, the builders, thinkers, doers, and plebs. All right, we are live. Welcome, gentle plebs, to our seventh episode of Pleb Chain Radio, a show which may or may not be ephemeral. Uh, and that's what keeps us on our toes. <laughs> so we're trying to record this as we did the last time. And hopefully we'll have an end product at the end of it. But all that said, with the great show we have in store, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, we have the wonderful Susie BDDS joining us. Uh, I've already talked to Susie and she's agreed that this is a family show. So uh, I don't think they're going to be any. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it'll be a family show. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Condalorian and Marseille joining us for the lightning round with the uh, NOS report. Uh, you know, QW, we had, as we were talking about the show over the week, we had a few topics that we were bouncing around, but I think most of those are out of the window with the uh, only Zaps announcement. But I just wanted to touch on one thing real quick, which I was planning to spend a little more time on, which is um, it appears. Bitcoin Magazine has been playing 3D chess all along <laughs> because ever since they had their ordinal uh, auction, when was that? I think it was last Saturday, the mempools have started clearing. And there was one point where they almost cleared. Uh, I think it's back up to something like 40 MB on most mempools, roughly. Uh, this was about an hour or so ago. But uh, well played Bitcoin Magazine. You've cleaned up the mempool. Yeah, it was weird about that, too, because, I mean, the whole announcement was odd. They they announced uh, that they're having an auction, but they announced it via Bitcoin Magazine on a Friday for the auction on a Saturday. That's that's one question mark that I have in, in regards to that, just like zooming out. T typically, you, you, you launch bad news on a Friday, you know, because not a lot of people are watching. So why did they launch that on a Friday? for an auction that they would, you would assume you'd want people to go to or, or know about uh, for almost less than 24 hours after. I, I didn't, it didn't dawn on me until actually when we were, we were kind of talking on Saturday, it was, we, we were, we were actually tracking the auction and we're just, I'm, I'm just like, wow, that's like, that was launched yesterday and it's now today. I, I, I just thought maybe, you know, if you're going to say that it's a big story, maybe you push it out three weeks or something not one day uh I, I i don't know what the psychology is behind that but i have questions that's all and those and those would have been questions we would have explored qw if it hadn't been for all the more pressing topics that we need to talk about <laughs> that's that's correct uh, uh but maybe before we jump into the big one uh do you want to do a quick retro of uh the zapathon which i think i believe you were targeting the grow nostra hashtag yeah, like we like we spoke about in our uh, show last week, um, which unfortunately was uh, uh, in, in the abyss. Now uh, we we're just talking about you know how uh, how we can maybe grow Noster. Um, with that said, uh, I thought it was a it was it, it was an idea. Um, so this this week's Zapathon, we we did we did target a little bit. Um, 
what was interesting though is is yesterday's Zapathon, number one, when we first started, it's kind of like horses at the gate when that 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 uh that, that Zapathon starts, everyone rushes out and you can kind of gauge right off the beginning, okay, this is gonna be slow. Um, then two minutes in, you're like, okay, this is really slow. Uh, and then five minutes, it's just total shutdown. And I don't know why. Um, Walter Satoshi even uh, it posted their stats so like it didn't seem that big. Something happened, but maybe it was because it went down. And I I don't know. Um, I, I will say though, you know, it it could be that we're starting to see more of that get Albi migration. Um, we're starting to see these different uh, products come to market um, that would that would actually be usable um, in Nostra, which I think is huge because i mean we, let's be real we shouldn't all be uh just wall of satoshi wall of satoshi i mean we love to we love the ease of it we love to just you know you can you can get someone set up in 30 45 seconds and their nostra account can now have an ln url uh but at the end of the day you know we're, we're maxis we, we 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 do like to do best practice we like custodial um you know get albi seems like it, it's you know it, it's a good option um, but I don't know. I, I don't know why it went down. I, I felt like it was 420. You know, clearly uh, the, the the energy was there. So, you know, maybe it was that big right off the bat. Um, but I think there was more to it. I, I don't know. Um, you know, and I think Gronoster, I think we we did see, you know, an increase in, in the hashtag this week. I saw a few posts saying, hey, I just checked Gronoster. There's actually a lot of things going on there. And credit to uh, Jack Spurco on that initiative. Um, you know, it, it seems like a lot of his listeners are are, are very off the grid type. Um, there's a lot of different, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that just take it in as as it is. It's grown Oster and I, here's my garden. I'm growing things. Um, but there's, you know, there's others that are that are actually taking it outside the box, which I think is the original intent to just grow Oster with different topics besides Bitcoin. So, yeah. I think we would all benefit from that. Much as I'd love talking about Bitcoin 24 hours a day, um, it, it is occasionally refreshing to talk about other things. I mean, I, that is the other I stuff. Don't know. Is that I, the other stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the. I think that was the original intent. Um, you know, as long as it has stir at the end of it, I'm good with whatever we talk about. You know. <laughs> Well, there is one thing we, we wanted to talk about, QW, which is uh, the only zaps mode. I'm going to preface this by saying I am slowly becoming an only zaps maximalist. Um, maybe it's a knee-jerk reaction to legacy social media engagement farming and influence farming. And I just find this refreshing. But curious to see what you thought about that. I, I'm undecided i'm still kind of in the center um I, I i lean both ways uh within an hour of each other uh i i really i i i've been uh, only zaps i've been doing it for a, a day now i guess it's been almost 24 hours pretty much 24 hours it's a huge it's it's a very interesting uh, thought experiment um, I'm not sure yet. I, I'm not sure yet. Uh, when, when, when we talk, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, I'm definitely a maxi, but then I talk to other people and it's kind of like, okay, well, I see their point of view. Um, I'm still up in the air. I don't know. I, I think it's going to be one of those, one of those, uh, you know, wedge issues that I don't think anybody's going to be happy either way. There's, there's, there's just people that are stuck in their sides, you know? Uh, so it's, I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
I, I think what I, I'm more of like a metric guy. Like if, if I can see what's going on with the metrics and I see, okay, this is actually being, you know, a, 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 you know, positive here or negative there, then I can really start to think, okay, well, it's not about me. It's about the bigger uh, movement or whatever's going on. Uh, and that's kind of my, my take. I, I don't know. It, it's, if I were to lean, I'd say I'm only, I'm only zap. Um, but I'm, I, I, it's tough to lean. I'm, like I said, I go with the mm -hmm. wind right now. The question well, is, what is what what is Will going to be doing? Because it seems like he's stuck in a, in a in a predicament with it too. Because he has he he's got a lot of emotions on both sides, and and, and he just said, you know, his post yesterday was like, should I send it? Or, you know, send it? Question mark. He even spelled send wrong. He was kind of excited about it, and uh, then he sent it. And it was like, uh, uh oh. <laughs> Well, here's the important thing, QW, uh, which ho hopefully people are, are getting, which is only Zaps is opt-in, right? It is at the user's discretion whether they turn that feature on or not, right? And and frankly, yep. in in the in the broader context of Nostr, Damas is opt-in. You can use another client if you if you're unhappy with the direction in which Damas is going. Right, that is, and you get to keep your following. You get to keep your followers, your your identity on Nostra if, if you move to another client. Yeah, yeah, and if you if you remember our conversation uh, with Will and Vanessa, that we were talking about, uh, you know, how how Will Will has a, a vision. You know, he he wants it to be a certain way, um, and I respect that in in, in that light too. So. Um, you know, it's it, it's it's we're all using it. It's ours in a way, um, but it's also, uh, you know, what 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 he wants to do, what he wants to try. Um, I'm I, I can back that. You know. Yeah. Anything else, QW, before we bring our Nost Report friends on? No, I I think uh, you know I'm just really looking forward to uh, the only only Zaps uh, conversation going on forever. Um, I think it's going to be a, a fun one uh, and I, everyone's going to have to uh, pick their sides. So I, I, I'm looking forward to hearing everybody's side <laughs> and uh, put it on record too. You know, this is notes are forever, uh, except for this recording. This might not be forever. We'll see. <laughs> Marseille and Condalorian, welcome again. Hello. Good evening. There he is. There she is. <laughs> we're always leaving us guessing, Con, on what voice is going to show up. I thought we I had a three you... on a girl's voice. <laughs> One of these days. I want, I want to try something. I'm hoping this comes through. Let me know if you hear it. Oh, are we ready to start the lightning round? Yeah, we are ready. All right. I didn't get a chance to test this, so let me know if it works. Did you hear anything? No. Definitely no. not. <laughs> okay. Sorry. It was supposed to be really dramatic news <laughs> intro. I'm going to figure that out for, ne for next time. So. All right, welcome to the Nostra Report Lightning Round on Pleb Chain Radio. So we had a lot going on this week, as is the way on Nostra. Uh, we ended last week, um, as you mentioned, with Bitcoin Magazine announcing 
a ordinal NFT auction. And they were auctioning off several of their historic magazine covers, um, Dutch auction style. I checked today and it looks like 11 covers have now sold the highest sale being issue number one at 1.25 BTC. Uh, the move was obviously widely criticized by Bitcoiners. Bitcoiners. Um, there was a lengthy Twitter space last weekend with David Bailey, the CEO of Bitcoin Magazine, where he was fielding questions and defending the decision, explaining the rationale. Um, We'll just kind of leave it there. We've got more to cover. Um, ironically, or as fate may have it, a few days later, news circulated of a major bug with the um, ordinal protocol numbering system. Ordinal proponents were debating, I believe still are debating, whether or not to go back and renumber all of the ordinals that were affected. So what happened was, um, I had to learn way more about ordinals than I wanted to, but when you build a Bitcoin um, transaction, you have several inputs into what becomes the new UTXO. And so the way the ordinal protocol works up until now is it only looks at the first input of the, of the transaction for the inscription. However, users were creating ordinals in, um, in inputs that were not the first input of the transaction. So you had, I believe it was a, over a thousand or you remember how many, it was a lot of, a lot of these that were never officially numbered by the system. And so their debate is whether to go back and renumber or whether to just let those affected ordinals sit as a sort of misprint on the protocol, which begs the question, if you can go back and renumber it, how immutable is this um, protocol? And we all hopefully know that it is made up. So we'll leave it at that. Um, the New York Times Up movement, hashtag stop the presses, is taking a stand against the wasteful use of the printing press. They went viral. They were featured in Zero Hedge, hit 10,000 followers on Twitter in just five days. And so we're excited to see that gaining traction and calling out the New York Times for their uh, false reporting on Bitcoin. You can probably hear my kids in the background, sorry. Uh, it was a big week on Nox Nostra. We have services now announcing uh, subscription services. Snort client, snort.social has announced a new subscription service, allows subscribers, I believe it's 5,000 sats per month, and they have access to ex extra features and a badge. Damus is working on Damus Purple. I saw a couple of posts about that. No timeline given on that yet or other details. Nostra.wine Relay is moving their filter relay to a monthly subscription. Several users were posting about getting um, messages to renew. There was some confusion about that. Um, the creator of that relay, Mazen, has given a lot of information on his timeline. So I 
suggest you check it out if you're confused about what's going on there. And if you can pardon me just one moment. Gon's kids don't sound Mandalorian. No, maybe he's Indeed. <laughs> they are very much children. <laughs> uh, they're not uh, you know what the yeah uh, what is it the younglings or the, the younglings they, yeah, yeah they, they don't they, they don't they actually don't have helmets yet it's something that's uh <laughs> right, gained yeah. after training <laughs> uh, some other big news um will jb55 announced another round of funding that was paid out from the damus dev fund um, 10 million sats each to several developers and still quite a bit to go uh, I also saw several users voluntarily um, raising a campaign to contribute more to that fund, which is amazing. So I just love Noster and that that spirit of building, supporting. I see that fish cake. Yeah, awesome. Um, I want to pass it to Marseille just for a minute here and talk about Noster Asia and any updates there. Yes. Okay. So um, Nostrasia. Two events happening at the same time. We have Tokyo and we also have Hong Kong. Um, so a lot has been going on. We are now looking for places in Hong Kong and in Tokyo. Uh, we have submitted a, um, a we, well, how do I say this? We have submitted an authorization for a, for a place in um, Tokyo. So hopefully, fingers crossed, that gets passed. Uh, Max Shane has been working night and day to be able to get this. So thank you, Max Shane. If you ever listen to this, I am very grateful that you've been taking the lead on this. Um, then Hong Kong seems like a lot of people are interested. I was actually pretty surprised. I, I did not expect this. They have been some meetups going on right now in mainland, mainland China and in different areas, Nasser meetups. So the word's picking up, and right now the 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 Hong Kong meetup uh, seems that it's going to it's starting with um, uh, opening up to uh, they they want to try to see if they can make it up to one hundred people, but it seems like it might have to scale up because there's a lot of interested in interest in mainland main like Jesus that's a hard word to say mainland China on <laughs> Noster. So it seems like we might have a good a good um, turnout in both uh, events. I can't. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it. Uh, Asia is very far away, but I cross my fingers that I'm able to make it. If not, know that I will be supporting all of the Nostrasia efforts online. So I will be there to help anyone with anything they need. If you guys have anything that you would like us to add into the planning, consider. Uh, we get together every weekend to talk about how we can make this a better event for everyone and better on conference. So please let us know. Um, this weekend we are going to be talking about signups and how we're going to get everything written down for, for to receive you guys at the two different on conferences happening at the same time. So if you guys need anything, just send a DM. We will be really happy to consider. And if you want to help, if you are in the region, if you know anyone, if you have been there a lot and you have any suggestions, we have we are welcoming anyone that wants to come and help with open arms. So thank you, guys. Awesome. Thank you, Marcy. Um, just a few more items I have. So 
I'm going to save uh, the tech stuff for last so we can go into, uh, into only Zap's conversation again. So let's do some business news. We had Matt O'Dell announced that 1031 has deployed over $100 million in less than two years to support Bitcoin companies. That's amazing. Zebedee has partnered with Bitnob uh, in Africa. Users can play games and are rewarded in sats. Uh, when they play games, listen to podcasts, they can convert their rewards into their local currencies and can also use the service to make cross-border payments. Intel has discontinued its Bitcoin mining chip series, citing cost-cutting um, measures. MicroStrategy, MicroStrategy converted all of their corporate email addresses into Lightning addresses, and users were eager to send Michael Saylor 21 sats at a time all day long because he clearly does not have enough Bitcoin yet. <laughs> uh, but awesome. We hope to see that kind of technology uh, lightning and lightning addresses making its its way into other businesses. I think that's really um, a bold move for them to make as they've already made with Bitcoin. So uh, let's go to, to tech now. Plebster, the Plebster team announced that they are shutting down their Tweet Toshi Twitter client. So before Nostra, they had been running a, a Twitter client called Tweet Toshi. Um, Due to changes with Twitter's rules, they have to shut that down and will now be focusing full-time on Plebster and Noster. That's a good thing for Noster. Damus, Damus, <laughs> rework the boost repost button. It now gives the option to quote the note before you had to manually copy and paste that. We now have image upload previews and um, there's this other big feature that we'll talk about shortly that everyone loved and it caused absolutely zero friction on Nostra the last 24 hours. <laughs> uh, let's see. One of my favorite things from the week was Waveman from Wavelake. I don't know if you guys saw that, but Waveman, it's a web-based um, audio media player that integrates with Nostra. And so you can listen to tracks from Wavelake from artists, and you can actually log in with a, a NIP07 signing extension and send the artist a zap with a message while you're listening to it. Really, really cool if you haven't seen it. Uh, Waveman, W-A-V-M-A-N. I have no affiliation, I just like it. Uh, another, big, another big development, Pablo released Zapworthy. Zapworthy allows you to highlight the entire web and turn any text on the web into a Nostra event that can be interacted with. He was inspired by Dirgigi's article, Purple Text Orange Highlights. Uh, support has also been integrated into Abla.news, and we're excited to explore that and see how that feature can be used. He said that um, I believe I believe uh, Zap splits are already capable on Zapworthy, and Abla is going to be implementing them or will be implementing. NIP94 was merged with uh, Nostr. It allows for a way to share files on Nostr. JB55 gave an example of allowing someone to sell photos by sending a blurred image preview, and then the full version could be downloaded uh, once it's zapped. So 
I think that could be pretty cool and open up some new possibilities. Uh, I saw today that Snork had rolled out support for the NIP. I don't know how exactly they've implemented it. And finally, the quote of the week I picked comes from our very own Club Chain Radio's Avi Burra. He says, Bitcoin always has a way of separating the LARPers from the real ones. We see that time and again, and it certainly held true this week and will continue to hold true. There's a lot of news I was not able to cover, and of course those are available on the Noster.report website. You can find links to all of our previous reports. So now we want to take the topic back to only zaps, and I'm going to toss it to our PlebChain radio guys and let them take the lead on that. I really want yep. to hear Marseille's uh, opinion of only zaps. I think she had a pretty unique one. Uh, she's really excited to give her opinion, I'm sure. I honestly don't know if I like it or I dislike it, but this is so fucking cool. Like, it changes the way we do marketing because it brings down time preference. And that's how I see it. So the thing is that we don't realize that we like things out of the, out of the need of interacting with these platforms, right? Liking is like the chain that keeps us stuck to our phone all day on social media like we're just stuck like 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 sometimes i i and i see it right now like i disable my i'm only saps right now because i want to i want to i wanted to see the effect it had this is i'm i'm a scientist at heart so i wanted to see what happened right and i see something and i want to like it but i don't think this is valuable like i don't feel like i want to give this person my money for what they're saying but I just want to like what they're saying. And that really puts things into perspective. Like, do we just like because we have the need to interact? And it's literally that. We've been conditioned to, to, to stay stuck on our screens and our phones over and over. And liking just keeps that. If we can't like, we lose interaction. So that brings me to the other point, which is, is this bad right now? Are we too early? to add something like this because we want to bring mainstream, right? We want people to come to Noster, but if we eliminate the like button, then we are giving them the whole full Noster experience at once. But will also this, will this be like a wall that people will be like, I don't want to engage with this. This isn't engaging enough. And right now the process of giving saps is kind of tedious. Um, you you have to leave the app and then you have to go to the, like it takes you to the wallet and sometimes the wallet is slow. Like it's a whole process that is not as seems, seem, Jesus, my English is terrible today. We're going to start doing Plepche radio in Spanish. <laughs> so um, yes, it's, 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 it's not as easy right now. So it might not, it might be too early to be able to do this. I just want to see what happens, to be honest. There's a lot of questions I have. Um, I do want to do a, a study on this. I do want data. I would love it if there was a way, if anyone knows who's collecting data on has this improved the amount of saps that people are given, are the quantity, not over only that, is the quantity given out in saps less now? 
than before, our content creators receive in more value for value um, is the user experience making people use the app less? I, I just want to know more. Like, I, I want data on this to sit down and analyze. I am going to stop ranting, but yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, and the other thing I have to say is that this is only a problem for people with iOS. Um, um, normally in the rest of the world outside the US, people have Android. So this is a problem that only a few of us have. Yeah, no, thank you for that perspective, Marseille. And look, this is a grand experiment and and we're all going to find out how this plays out. Uh, I brought Walker on and real quick, Walker, before you uh, share your perspective, I'm going to bring, Susie, I'm, I'm going to do this. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a cold start and we'll pull you up and we'll uh, after Walker goes, we'll let you jump in right into the topic and then we can head into the meat of the interview go ahead walk i'll be i'll be honest i i accidentally uh put my hand up um i didn't want to steal any thunder <laughs> so i'll just pass this straight along to susie this was an accident i fat fingered it i've got i've got sausage hands <laughs> right. hey hey Avi. yeah go ahead Colin. I don't remember if you guys covered it at the beginning. Have we explained what only Zaps is just in case there's somebody who's that out of the loop? <laughs> if not, I can give a quick rundown. Yeah. Why don't you do that, Con? Okay. Yeah. So only Zaps um, was a feature rolled out to Domus test flight users uh, yesterday, last night. And what the feature does, what the feature originally did was it completely removed the reaction um event kind from the experience of the user that enabled it so for instance if i turned on only zaps mode i would no longer see a reaction the little shaka button like button on my posts and if you were using Domus, neither would you so it completely removed it from my experience um a slight change today after receiving feedback is that now I can still enable only zaps. I don't see the reactions. I don't get the notifications. But for people who don't have it turned on on their end, they can still see the like button, the shaka, and they can still react with it. And so there's been quite a bit of discussion back and forth, Doug, pull push, hopefully not shove. I think everybody's been pretty respectful, um, even though we are all pretty passionate about our opinions. But that's a quick rundown of just what the feature is. Well, that's helpful, Colin. So Susie, cold open for you. What are your thoughts on all these apps? Hi, Avi. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm so thrilled about only apps. I think that likes have been the uh, worthless currency of social media for so long. I see it as such a problem with uh, especially younger kids like my my uh, young adult children and their friends. And um, I, I love to see this change to, and, and I found even with myself, I do think a little bit more about zapping and do I really want to zap? And so I think it's retraining us what value really is instead of these cheap worthless likes. Um, so, and I think the way it's being implemented as an opt-in, it's beautiful. It's going to wean us from, you know, our, our worthless attention economy and, you know, and kind of really let us focus in on what value is again. 
I think I'm leaning in that direction as well. So first of all, Susie, welcome. <laughs> welcome Thanks. to Clapchain Radio. It is, uh, we're super thrilled to have you. I think this is the first time I'm talking to you. We've only interacted on, uh, on Nostra. So thank you for joining us. Yes, I'm so excited. This is my first Nostra Ness, you know, being in the audience or on stage. So I'm, I'm so excited to be here. And I, I understand you're, uh, you, 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 you're fresher into Bitcoin. You, you might not be from ten years ago, or you know, a lot of early adopters. I think a lot of us are in the same boat. Um, I think that's really where what makes us special is we have a different perception of it. We're not, we're not carrying bags of it, you know, pumping our bags. We're, we're here for the uh, the movement and the sound val, the the sound money, the, uh, the everything beautiful about Bitcoin. Um, you know, uh, how did you get started? Um, so I got started in Bitcoin just because my teenage son at the time told me to buy it. And so I, I just, I didn't believe in it. I, I thought it was something that criminals use on the dark web. Um, and so, but he, he was, he didn't relent and I eventually started buying some, I would buy regularly, but knowing nothing about it, it was um, I always use the analogy that it was the change jar in the corner for me that, oh, I didn't spend this this week. I'll buy a little bit of that Bitcoin. Um, so I've been doing that since 2018, but I didn't become a Bitcoiner until about summer of 21. Um, and then I finally, uh, it was a toxic maxi who kind of challenged me to read the Bitcoin standard. And I finally got it. I got it that it wasn't oh, this isn't a get rich quick investment for me. Um, it, it really opened my eyes to everything that was wrong, uh, not, not just with society and money and finance and all that, but everything that was wrong with me. Like I really reevaluated like my whole life, what my husband and I have built. And uh, I realized that, you know, every, we worked so hard to build what we had to buy things constantly. And it was no matter what point we got our practice to, we were buying more and doing more and buying more expensive things. And um, we, we really were just working our asses off to maintain our lifestyle. And so we stepped back um, and uh, sold almost everything. We're in a rental house now. We've sold our practice and uh, we are retiring to Hawaii um, in June. That's beautiful. Um, Hawaii. Why Hawaii? I have a lot of family there. And part of us moving is, you know, you do kind of have to reevaluate uh, your living situation and stuff. So my parents happen to have a vacation home there that um, that is sitting empty. So it's not having a mortgage for a while helps this whole, um, you know, uh, retirement journey. Yeah, and I think you posted on Tuesday. You got ten more Tuesdays left. Are you so sure. you sold your practice and you're just kind of uh, we kind of obligated to work your days out and 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 say goodbye to your uh, your 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 patients, I suppose. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> like we wanted to say. I mean, we've been there almost twenty six years now, um, and it, so many of our, our patients have been with us. You know. A, if not that whole time, a large percentage of that time. So we wanted to be able to say bye. I mean, I, there is not a day that I've been in the office uh, since we sold in um, December and where I've told patients that we're leaving that we haven't had tears. And so it's emotional, but also with a dental practice, it's not like selling a normal business. You have to 
you have to transition the new dentist into the practice. So, so we had just a, we were fortunate to only have a six month um, transition period. And so, yeah, June 30th is our last day there. And you say December. I noticed on uh, uh, Noster.band, I believe you joined Noster uh, December 19th. Yes. Any, any correlation there um, with, I, oh my gosh, Noster's amazing. I need to stop everything in life and just <laughs> no. uh, sell the business. No, not at all. <laughs> no, that wasn't the worst. Really, the only reason I got on Noster is, is I saw Walker and Carla talking about it on Twitter. I felt super intimidated, but I just love them and respect them so much. And uh, it, honest to goodness, it was them. I was like, okay, shoot, I'll, I'll try to figure out what this is. And I was hooked immediately. I think who, did, who can't get excited when, you know, Jack gives you a hug and starts talking to you. And I mean, it, it was, it was, you know, intoxicating and then to feel the vibe and kind of understand really what was happening here without algorithms and ads and and just the things people were talking about it it was exciting from the beginning yeah and that's i mean just the human it's just a human space uh it's i don't know if you're on aol or myspace and stuff back in the day but it was it was something that you know everyone kind of felt like it was it reminded them of that, um, the early internet days. So I, I think it's special in that way. And that might be something that goes goes along with, uh, you know, trailblazing with uh, only zaps. Um, so that's that's pretty exciting. Um, so in, in this space, uh, I've noticed you're, you're, you're very funny. You, 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 a lot of what you do is, you, you know, you, you, you love the nips, um, <laughs> you love memes, you love, I mean, you're, you, you, have, you have a photo, you must have a photo gallery of memes and pictures and uh, uh, <laughs> tell me about your process. Yeah, it's funny because uh, like my kids think it is the most hilarious thing now to introduce me as, uh, oh yeah, this is my mom, the meme master. <laughs> so they're just, it's different in my real life. I mean, I'm funny as a dentist, but sort of but my corny jokes, but um, you know, being in a community and a mother and active in school and, um, you really can't, and being a business owner, you can't be very controversial. So I mean, I don't talk about politics. I don't talk about religion. I don't talk about, you know, a lot of these things. And so it's, it, oh, and certainly not the, um, not my COVID ideas as they've evolved. And it's been so liberating and freeing for me to be able to have this whole secret you know, online identity that even though I'm not, there's, I have no OPSEC, but it's not, I don't have OPSEC for my internet people for me, you know, but I have a lot in terms of my real life friends, with a few exceptions, don't know that, that I'm on Twitter, that I'm on Noster, that they just don't know. And so I get to be, I think, more of who I really am. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I tend not to be raunchy in person, but again, I think that's who I really am has, you know, has sort of evolved. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of body and, but it, it, it just makes me laugh. There's not a day that I'm not, uh, that around Bitcoiners that I'm not laughing and learning something. So it, it's been such be well middle age and to get to do these things is exciting. So Susie, what was the moment that, uh, I mean, so you, I, I would consider you a reasonably prominent Bitcoiner, right? Like a lot of people know about you, presumably from Twitter. 
was there a moment that propelled you into that uh, world or was, was it a gradual process? Yeah, it, it, it is funny. I, I would say, you know, I was just, um, well, I still am. I'm just a regular pleb. But I, um, it was the whole, it started the night that that whole thing blew up with Natalie Brunel doing the um, her course, which I adore Natalie. And I thought she got too much heat for that. But at the same time, I, I, I do think that um, I don't like this idea of that anything is off limits when it comes to comedy. And so I hate the idea of, oh, we need more women in Bitcoin, or we need more this in Bitcoin, or we need more that in Bitcoin. I just, I, Bitcoin is for everybody. And so playing on that, it got me thinking. And so I took all of the most famous Bitcoiners that I listened to that I knew at the time, and I put them through one of those apps to turn them into women. And so, it, you know, it was Preston and, Breed love and you know just everybody you knew and I put and I did a meme. We need more women in Bitcoin with all of them, and it was great to see you know Sailor. Um, it was great to see who then followed me from that group, and you could tell they really had a good sense of humor. And um, that's I think how I became known and how I became. I'm such good friends with some of these people now that I, I feel like it's such a blessing. Um, but yeah, I like people who are funny. I find that uh, uh, you have to be smart to be funny, in my opinion. I don't think dumb people are intentionally funny for the most part. And so, um, yeah, I think that's how people came to know me. And what, that, when was that, 2021, Susie? Yeah, 2021, I think it was around like maybe October. Got it. Yeah, I I remember seeing that, uh, that photo. I, I didn't realize that was sort of the inflection point for you that's great yeah yeah i had been on twitter for a while before that um, well i've been on twitter since 2009 but really only talking about crypto and then bitcoin um from maybe like june of 2021 um yeah so that was sort of my first famous meme so then so let me play this scenario out then. So you built a Twitter following based off of that, right? You start posting memes, shit posting on Twitter, and I mean, good shit posting. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, and your star continued to rise. Thank goodness. Uh, and, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? What? What was the? So you you'd mentioned that you saw Walker and Carla post uh, post about Nostra and that made you switch but was there something else about Twitter that was I mean because a lot of us who've moved we moved for for a good reason right we we were just unhappy there Twitter was an unhappy place and that drove us to Nostra and and Jack making that post in mid-December about his investment was was just the signal we needed was there some some similar build-up for you about Twitter there really wasn't. Um, I, I'd only been um, suspended one time on Twitter, and that was it, it, it was bizarre. Actually, it was a profile picture of me in um, in El Zante, in a like a tank top and shorts, like nothing provocative. Or, but yeah, they they I got one of those notes saying, "Until you change your profile picture, you your you know your account is suspended." But other than that, I didn't have any issues. So no. I would have said nothing drove me to Nostra. I didn't feel like I had really any problems with Twitter. It's only after that first month of being on Nostra, and then I would go back on Twitter, 
And here I thought I was very free on Twitter and engaging and, you know, really sort of in charge of how I wanted to engage. And coming to the realization that, oh my goodness, I have been manipulated. In, I'm, I'm being manipulated on Twitter constantly. Like I didn't realize how much I was engaging in um, debate with people about things that I don't really care about. And I would get heated and, and really like into it. And, but once, like I said, once I, I wasn't being sort of pushed and shown this content, and I, I, once I backed away and I was on Nostra for a while and I participated and, you know, uh, March off um, the, the March off Twitter. And I, I was like, oh, wow, I, I really, I, I was um, kind of baited into it. And it's the algorithm and that's what they want, that negative feedback. So um, I'm very definitely trying to like back off of Twitter, um, but I do, for, so my, I have some normie friends that I've orange pilled and they are on Twitter and they follow me, um, but they still feel extremely uh, intimidated by Nostra. I'm working on it. I have to say that, uh... When you said I was only suspended once, <laughs> it's like that. That's pretty funny to where we're, you know, us as uh, individuals. Uh, you, you've only been suspended. I've only been suspended once. You know, it's like uh, we're in high school and uh, you got it written up for a ticket, or you know, you've, you, you know, it's just it's it's funny that we we we've even gotten to that point where it's only once. You know, it, it is ridiculous, but I it was. <laughs> I on face I was very active on Facebook before I became active on Twitter and that was mainly like you know things with my friends and family and um, but I was suspended twice off Twitter and the second time indefinitely talking about ivermectin this was well well before they were talking about ivermectin in the media this was in 2020 that I, I started talking about ivermectin and I mean I've never been I've never even gone to the principal's office in my life and I was like suspended i, I mean I, I it was blown away but you're right it goes back to this um we're fearful of of saying anything or doing anything and it's it's absurd i always wonder susie how different the world would have been if nostra had been around in march of 2020 with this critical mass that we have and just the freedom to be able to say all these things i just wonder how different things would have been I do feel like there it, it would have been different. I think my eyes would have been open sooner for sure. Um, when I look back and see how many doctors, dissenting voices were um, quieted, you know, so early, uh, I, I think it, people would have questioned more. And, and to be free of all the mainstream media propaganda, I, I do feel like it would have changed the course of a lot of things with the pandemic. I I kind of uh, I mean just just contrarian on that like how much they censored was just more like highlighting of what I should be looking at type of thing so when they would when they would censor or I I couldn't say this I'm just thinking why couldn't I say that I almost feel like Nostra might be a product uh, you know the popularity now is would only be as valuable unless we went through that you know it's kind of like we were conditioned. To a point where you know Noster is all of a sudden this beautiful you know city on the hill, uh, it's it's possible. I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy in retrospect to look at it all and, and then how things happen. You know, fate in general. 
It is an excellent point. I don't know that I would have turned. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm vaccinated. You know, I, I'm a healthcare provider. I, I was. Um, I, I'm I'm uh, certified to give the vaccine. I was giving the vaccine. Um, I I don't know. You're. It's so true. I don't know if I would have. Uh, come to the realization that something was wrong if if I hadn't been censored. I think maybe I needed that to, uh, but at the same time, I don't know. I, yeah, it's a good point. I don't know if hearing other people that I respect though openly, if that would have changed my mind as well. So switching gears a little bit, Susie, um, to um, to your recent adventures in Costa Rica, do you would you like to say, share some reflections on how that trip went for you? Oh, it it was the most amazing trip on so many levels. Uh, very different. Well, first of all, it, it was sort of a leap of faith for me to go. Um, I have no technology background at all. So it felt a little um, like, uh, should I really go? Maybe I'll feel like a fish out of water. And I'm so thankful I went. I, I, it was very different from a Bitcoin conference. Um, I, I saw people with different motivations for being there. Um, and just, it, I think it's great to be around all the smart people. It, it's what I find exciting. It, felt, it was exciting to hear how people are using Noster, where uh, I think where I got most excited is seeing people's vision, you know, um, Will and NBK and um, Rabble, just uh, all these people talking about their vision of what the what Nostra is going to do. And you realize that it, social media is such a small aspect of this. and. And I think every, and I think really just seeing the goodness of some of the people there and uh, getting to talk to Jack, I, I gained, uh, I, I admired and respected him anyway, but he's just a really thoughtful um, uh, person who wants to, he really, I think he really wants to do good. And it's, I, I, it sounds corny, and but it's absolutely what I got from him is that he wants to things to change and feels like he can he can help this happen. So uh, I, I just am thankful to, that I got a chance to be there, and um, I, I felt like it was I had to be there just to experience something that I feel like is going to be world changing. And, and and that was my motivation for being there, and I and I felt like it it, it absolutely um, delivered in you know what I wanted. Any fun stories out of there? Any uh, uh, you know? I, I saw there was a rave. I saw um, you know there's some drinking at night, possibly. Uh, anything fun? Anything uh, happened that uh, you just? we're laughing about when you left that place <laughs> oh we just had a good time but y'all i'm old i don't go out like raving and doing like I, I don't know what that like i forget the dmt on steroids that they did and all. i don't do you know that's just i'm too old for that but i did get to go into the river every day to cool down and there was um 
a lovely naked man from the yoga place who was talking Bitcoin with me and a bunch of other um, guys there. And so they were fantastic. He ended up joining, joining the um, conference. And uh, so, yeah, that, that was my favorite part is going down to the river every day and cooling off because it is, um, like Marseille said, it's crazy hot there. Go ahead, Marseille. I do have to say that I met Susie I, well, I had the privilege to meet all the lovely ladies that we had here in the past three weeks. Um, and Susie is so much fun. And I don't know if she was drinking, but I was drinking one night. I lost my glasses and everything. And <laughs> she was great to talk to that night. So, yes. <laughs> did the man join the conference clothes? Yes, he did put on his clothes. He only, he was only, he would only swim naked every day but it was so funny because it was i forget tatum several of us out there talking about you know not noster and nostrica and bitcoin and this guy was talking to us for like maybe like 10 minutes and then so we didn't realize he was nude and then which wouldn't have been a big deal but all of a sudden he sort of lays back and we're like oh he's really naked <laughs> it was just a little bit of a shock Pura Vida, huh? Yes, exactly. So, Susie, you have, um, is it two kids or three kids? Four kids. Four, wow, okay. Yeah. And are they all Bitcoiners? Uh, oldest is a Bitcoiner, but a little bit of a shitcoiner because he has some NFTs. Um, uh, the rest of my children have bitcoin but they're not quite bitcoiners um the really the only person in my family who i would call a bitcoiner is my husband but most of my family does own bitcoin now and how is it love of a going... mother. <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's right so susie how is it going to work with um uh you know, with you moving to Hawaii, right? And the kids are going to have to start a brand new life. How do they feel about that? Fortunately, they're really excited. I had um, homeschooled them for a year and a half. So that makes them a little more flexible. They're great travelers. And then they have cousins there. Um, and so, yeah, they're, they're excited. I mean, I, who wouldn't want to go to Hawaii for at least a few years, right? <laughs> so that my my kids are all four are great, and then my older two are in college, so they're not coming with us. Um, but yeah, we're we're all excited. And if it doesn't work out, then you know that we hate it, or it, that uh, our sort of mantra now is to be able to it, to be flexible and be able to move at a moment's notice if we have to. So that's sort of the mindset we have now. Is it going to be true retirement for you, Susie, or are you planning on writing or, you know, getting more involved in the Bitcoin world? Uh, I don't imagine myself getting more um, involved in the Bitcoin world, but what my passion is now is um, I'm trying, once I retire fully, I will be able to devote myself fully to it. But it, um, uh, I am trying to build a health, clinic, dental clinic, pharmacy in El Zante. Um, and so once that is built, then my husband and I will be able to practice dentistry by volunteering down there a couple months a year. 
Um, because we both we both love being dentists. We just don't want to be in the business of dentistry anymore. But in terms of doing the actual work, we love it and would love to be able to give back to the community that way. So um, that will probably be the sort of most of how I devote my time is to um, helping the women that will run that clinic. That sounds great. It is a it is a short flight. No, I'm kidding. It's it's a long <laughs> flight, right? From how <laughs> from Hawaii. Yeah, it, it, it'll suck from Hawaii for sure. But that that's why you know it'll be. We'll we'll probably go for a couple of months at a time. So I have one last question for you, um, Susie. But before that, call on Marseille. Do you have anything for Susie based on what she said so far? They look good. All right, Susie. So you need to think about this one carefully because this is not an easy question. <laughs> what is the one thing that you enjoy that has absolutely nothing to do with Bitcoin? Right? So uh, I'll, I'll give you an example of why this is not an easy question. Because if you say steak, that has a lot to do with Bitcoin. So think about that. <laughs> what is the one thing that you enjoy that has absolutely nothing to do with Bitcoin? Mm, I would say it would be um, for my 50th birthday, my husband sent me to the Dominican Republic to learn how to um, kite surf. And it was the closest experience for me to, to flying. I absolutely loved it. So I would say right now I'm a little bit obsessed with kite surfing. How's the kite sur surfing in Hawaii? Is that uh, is that pretty it's, good? Yeah, depending on um, which island and you know which beach, and yeah, it's pretty excellent. Wow, that's a that's a physical sport. I feel like uh, it's it's. It is. I think I don't know how to. Um, oh, I, I plan on trying to learn to surf. I, I don't regular surf, um, but now the the kite surfing was amazing. It was, um, and I I feel like it was. Once you learn the technicals of the, the rigging, then I felt like it was easier. It seemed easier than, than surfing to me. I am struggling to come up with something off the cuff that connects kite surfing to Bitcoin. So I think you win this round. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Colin. Sorry, I was changing a diaper when you asked if we had any questions. So. <laughs> um, not related to kite surfing, but Susie, I love your memes. I love them on Twitter. I love them on Noster. As a memer myself, probably many memers in the audience, maybe they'll listen to this later on. What's some advice you can give to memers? What's your process? What gives you inspiration? Is it in the moment you have a collection you pull from? Tell us a little bit about your memes. Yeah, I don't have a collection. It's usually what just strikes me as funny or, um, you know, I'll, it used to be I would just open Twitter that day and read the news, read what's happening with Bitcoin. And, you know, it would be something that, that I would see, like the whole um, star is rising. I had done something about how Nick reminds me of the guy who, um, uh, you know, breaks up with his girlfriend, but then he can't stop talking about his girlfriend because, you know, she she still loves him so much or, you know, so it'll just be something that sort of strikes my fancy and I find funny. And then 
Um, and that's where I go with my memes. I don't have a collection. Um, and on Noster, it's usually either nips or feet that inspire me. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're fantastic. I love them. Thank up. you. Back to you. I love your memes all the time, Cordillary. You're great. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's very much in the moment. I have a few templates that I save, but it's like you said, just kind of whatever's going on at the moment. That's what the memes end up being about. I think yeah. those, I think those make the best ones, honestly. Agreed. I agree. The organic uh, current thing, uh, comedy. You know, that's uh, that's that's always great. Oh yeah, and I just don't think there's anybody funnier than Bitcoiners. I really like. Uh, there's something the the whole skull of Satoshi thing was just the funniest. I, I mean, I laughed and laughed uh, about that for days. It's the funniest thing to me. Yeah, that was one of the more uh, memorable memorable days as far as just just fired up with meme after meme. Uh, some 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 topics are just so funny, but when they are funny, then it's just like a meme factory goes off. Uh, everybody can just roll with it. Uh, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Nobody is going to out troll Bitcoiners, and, and and they're just too smart. So I, I oh my gosh, I it really I was giddy that day with how funny all of that was. I think too when you when you have that confidence of knowing, like we know why we're Bitcoiners, we know what we have. Any criticism that comes our way, it's so easy to see right through it because they don't know what Bitcoin is. And so we're able to just take it and own it and turn it and flip it right back around. 100%. Exactly, yeah. And it's interesting. I actually sent a DM to that artist and he was really sweet and, and very much um, interested about Bitcoin and sort of said that he, he, he admitted that he really didn't study much about it. And... Um, wanted to and is hoping that he'll be able to display the the skull for Bitcoiners. And I thought this was most interesting. So I said, you know, I hope you join Nostra. I would love to send you some zaps. And he wrote back and he's like, that's so sweet, but I don't want to um, take any Bitcoin from anybody right now while I'm trying to navigate my um, knowledge and opinion on Bitcoin. I like the fact that you went right into his DMs. Uh, that's that's that says a lot about you. That you're, you you'll you'll just go right at him. You know, it's uh, not it's, like uh, a lot of us just laugh and but but you wanted to know what's up. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. In terms of like, yeah, I'm not like sliding into everybody's DMs, but but if I have questions and like truly, you know. Um, want to know more. I, I, in fact, that's how I've met so many Bitcoiners that I look up to is that um, I, I just had an honest question and I would slide into their DMs asking and and there's uh, I just cannot believe how gracious Bitcoiners are with their knowledge. Um, and I think that was another thing that just made me realize what a different community this is and that there's something different here. And you know, this isn't about people getting rich. It's about it's about changing the wrongs of of the financial system. Yeah, and that the whole pleb mentality. I mean, when we when we reach out to people for the show, um, 
that we you know we're, we're so used to uh, uh so-called celebrities you, you send them a, a message or something and it's just like you would never get a response but uh you know we have so many people in the space that are so proactive and and helpful friendly um it just it really it it it, it comes back to that pleb mentality where we're all just kind of on the same playing field we're, we're here together uh and united united and stronger so absolutely i love that QW, that sounds like an excellent note to end the recording and open up to Q&A.